The Tennessee Titans should not trade for T. Higgins, and I'll explain why on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, Titans fans. Today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The Tennessee Titans should not trade for T. Higgins. I'll explain why. Also, we'll dive into the second round wide receivers that make perfect sense for the Titans. Also, a recap of day two of the Senior Bowl where the defense got their revenge. Before we get into all of that, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. You're not going to beat that anywhere else. Make sure you get subscribed. Stay subscribed to the number one Tennessee Titans podcast in the world. Shout out to my everydayers out there tuning in Monday through Friday. Let me know who you are down below and throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching on YouTube right now. The show's always free. All I ask for in return is the press of a button. Look, the T. Higgins conversation is going to continue for Tennessee Titans fans, and it should. T. Higgins would be a perfect fit for the Titans, an outside receiver with speed, with size, that could be their top wide receiver. He's from Tennessee. Tons of pictures out there with T. Higgins, Tennessee Titans jerseys, all of that. Brian Callahan now, obviously, that connection there. It all makes a ton of sense. But the Tennessee Titans cannot afford to trade their second-round pick for T. Higgins. So what's really ignited this conversation? On Wednesday, we got quotes from Duke Tobin, who is one of the key football decision-makers for the Cincinnati Bengals. And he basically said, we want T. Higgins back. The whole locker room wants T. Higgins back. But there's a pie. And there are things that we can do and things that we can't do. And look, this isn't some breaking news. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to have to pay Jamar Chase big-time money after already paying Joe Burrow big-time money. Now, the Jamar Chase money really won't kick in and hurt the Bengals until 2025, but you have to plan for the future here. That's what NFL teams have to do. And the reality is the Bengals are not going to give a long-term deal to T. Higgins, which means the most likely outcome is that T. Higgins gets the franchise tag from the Bengals. And in my opinion, they have the ability with $60 million in cap space to actually just keep T. Higgins on the franchise tag and let him go to the free agent market next year. But if you're someone who wants T. Higgins, and I think the Bengals will entertain trade offers throughout the season, you will have to make a trade. And I don't think that T. Higgins is on the level of A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. I don't think that T. Higgins is that level of a number one wide receiver. I think he's a tier below those guys as an absolutely elite wide receiver two or a very good wide receiver one. And when you take that into consideration, 
No one is going to trade their first-round pick, and the Titans most certainly aren't going to trade their number seven overall pick for T. Higgins. So that means that you would be looking at trading your second-round pick. And at the end of the day, I just do not believe that trading the Titans' second-round pick for T. Higgins makes any sense because not only do you have to trade your second-round pick, a high second-round pick with a ton of value, but you have to give T. Higgins a big-time contract as well. Now, again, do I think that Higgins is going to be getting Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown money? No, I do not. I don't think he's getting $25, $26, 27000000 million a year. His current market evaluation on SpotTrack.com is about $18 to $19 million. Now, I think that's low. I think Higgins is going to be closer to the 20 $22, $23 million range when you talk about AAV, the average annual value. Basically like, you know, four years, $80 million. That's $20 million in AAV. I think that T. Higgins is going to be looking at three years, $66 million. Four years, $85 million, somewhere in that range. And while that may not be one of the top-tier contracts, that's still an incredibly expensive contract. Now, if T. Higgins became a free agent, if he was just open on the market, if he was just on free agency, then I absolutely would pay him that contract. I don't have a problem with paying T. Higgins that level of a contract. What I have a problem with is giving up your second-round pick and having to do that to get T. Higgins in the building. And why? Why would I be so worried about that? Well, the reality is NFL teams are built on cheap, top-tier talent. You have to hit on your draft picks. When we talk about how important it is for the Titans to nail their early draft picks, the reason why is to be able to compete for championships in the NFL, you have to have top-tier players on rookie contracts. You are not only giving up an opportunity to have one of those guys in the second round, but you're giving up that opportunity while also giving out a big-time contract. And that combination for a player in T. Higgins, who I like a lot, but isn't a number one bona fide wide receiver, that's a dangerous game to play for me in a game that the Tennessee Titans should not play. You want to add in more? Okay, let's add in more reasons why it wouldn't make sense to make that trade. This is a great draft class. This is a one of the best wide receiver draft classes that we have seen in a long time in terms of the amount of prospects that are top 50 players that will be drafted in the first two rounds. There are so many good wide receiver options in the second round. That again, it just adds another layer of why this does not make sense for the Titans. And then you add in the final layer that T. Higgins missed five games last year with a soft tissue issue, with a hamstring injury, which soft tissue issues, soft tissue issues, funny how it happened there, but those are the injuries that have the most likelihood of repeating. So, you got to trade a cheap and talented draft spot. You got to give out a big-time contract. You're missing out on a great wide receiver draft class where you could get that cheap, talented, high-level player. And it's a guy who missed five games last year with a soft tissue injury. So, look, I, again, don't take this for me saying that T. Higgins isn't a great player. Look at his first three seasons in the NFL. He only missed two games in the first three seasons. So, it's not like a guy who misses a bunch of games. He's only missed seven games in four years. I mean, that's not bad at all. That's not crazy. First year, 67 catches, 908 yards, six touchdowns. Second year, 74 catches, 1,091 yards, six touchdowns. Third year, 74 catches, 1,029 yards, seven touchdowns. I mean, he only played 12 games last year. He still had 42 catches, 656 yards, and five touchdowns. Again, 
I want T. Higgins on the Titans. I absolutely do. But the Titans cannot afford to give up a second-round pick and pay T. Higgins big-time money. With the Titans being a rebuilding team that's young, that's trying to build it from the ground up, it just does not make any sense to make that all-in move right now. Now, if the Titans can trade a future second-round pick, if they want to give up their 2025 second-round pick to go get T. Higgins, I'm less upset about that. That would be fine with me if you're giving up future capital. But giving up, you only have two picks in the top 100 picks right now this year. You cannot give up one of those to give T. Higgins four years for $85, $80 million. You just simply can't do that. And again, one of the big reasons is the amount of great wide receivers in this draft class. And I'm going to go over my favorite second-round wide receivers and also give you guys an update on day two of the Senior Bowl. Before we get into that, though, Do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. At the start of every new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move that I can make to take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on a team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats, they might not have the time or the resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, it's quick, and it's easy. Make sure that you post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Also want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by DoorDash. DoorDash always delivers. I mean that literally and figuratively. Whether you want a good meal, whether you want groceries, whether you want retail items, DoorDash always is there for you coming through in the clutch. And speaking of the clutch, we've got the big game coming up soon. If you want some food before the game, halftime, two-minute warning, DoorDash is going to come in in the clutch for you as well. So make sure that you download the DoorDash app right now. Enter the code LOCKED. 23. That's L O C K E D 23. You're going to get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. Again, download the DoorDash app, use that code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply, but that's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. Again, download the DoorDash app, enter the code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply. Titans fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Talked about why the Titans should not trade for T. Higgins. It doesn't make any sense for where they're at, and there are so many factors that tell you it would not be the right move for the Titans. But one of the biggest factors in all of that is the amount of talent 
in this year's wide receiver class and the amount of wide receivers that could make sense for the Titans in the second round. Before I get into that, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, the number one Tennessee Titans podcast in the world. I'm pumping out daily Titans content for free Monday through Friday all year long. We're going to talk draft, free agency, cap management, roster moves. So much to discuss. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the Tennessee Titans coaches that have been fired already and who the Titans should retain as well. So can't wait to get into that with you guys. Let me know down below. Should the Titans trade their second round pick this year for T. Higgins? I'm curious to see what you guys have to say. But now, again, it's time to get into the amount of second round wide receivers of that second tier, I'll call it, of wide receivers that could be available to the Titans at pick number 38, or maybe the Titans make a move up the board into the late first round so they can get one of these awesome wide receivers that are going to be available. Look, at the top of the draft, Marvin Harrison, If I, I implore you, if you're using a mock draft simulator or you're doing mock drafts to try to have some fun, I get the mock draft craze. I love doing them as well. But if the mock draft simulator you're going with has Marvin Harrison Jr. falling out of the top five, never use it ever again. Because Marvin Harrison Jr. has a better chance of going first overall than he does falling out of the top five. It's simply not going to happen. you got to have some sort of realism or what's the point. You know what I'm saying? So Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors from LSU, Roma Dunze from Washington. These guys are going to be gone in the top 10, top 12 at minimum. They're all going to be gone. So every wide receiver that comes after that is what I would call second tier. Maybe they fall to the second round. Some of these guys, I think, maybe don't end up in the second round. They probably go in the first round after that top 12 picks. But at the end of the day, these are the wide receivers that the Titans could be looking at. And when you go through the names, it's obvious. Why would you trade your second round pick for a four-year, $80 million wide receiver who missed five games last year when you could draft one of these guys and have them on your team for two, three million dollars for the next four years who are younger prospects. So, again, outside of the big three wide receivers, Brian Thomas Jr. from LSU. I mean, tall, six foot three, six foot four, speed to get down the field, playmaking. He could use a little development in his routes and his technique. But again, you're getting that kind of guy for cheap, as cheap as possible. And if in year two, year one, he blossoms and turns into a beast, it's already a better move than the T. Higgins trade, okay? Other names that make sense. Troy Franklin from Oregon, a guy that I like a ton. Another guy, tall guy, he's skinny, he is slight, but speed down the field, can track the deep ball. He may get a little out physical. He may get bumped off his route from time to time. But I will tell you, I'm an old school football guy. I want big. I want tall. I want physical. All right? I have said before, I prefer guys who, if you got to tell me, hey, this guy's elite at contested catches or this guy's an elite separator, I'm going with the contested catch guy because sometimes you can't separate. You're double teamed. The play breaks down. There's good defense. They out-scheme you on defense. Contested catch ball winners can win even when they don't create separation. I'm an old-school football soul, all right? But we have seen so many of these slight, skinny, speedster wide receivers. I look at Devontae Smith for the Eagles. We have seen so many of these wide receivers come in and still be great players. So I got to readjust and recalibrate how I view the NFL. But Troy Franklin from Oregon. 
could be available at 38. Could make a ton of sense. Now, I will say, Brian Thomas, Troy Franklin, I think those guys go in the late first round. I think they go anywhere from 20 to 32. But who knows? Who knows what could happen with how many offensive linemen could go early. Teams are going to have needs on defense. There could be four, five, six quarterbacks that go in the first round as well. If you look at J.J. McCarthy and Michael Penix and Bo Nix, like, there is a chance. Now, after those names, we really get into guys who I think have a great chance of being there for the Titans at 38. You look at a guy like A.D. Mitchell from Texas, who is, right now, if you're talking about first-round, second-round pairings, Joe Alt in round one, A.D. Mitchell in round two. I saw somebody say, hey, we don't need to trade for T. Higgins. We got T. Higgins at home, talking about A.D. Mitchell from Texas. Hey, I don't know if he's going to be T. Higgins, but I'm certainly uh, willing to find out. So look at a guy like A.D. Mitchell at 38. That would be an absolute home run to pair him with Joe, Joe Alt at number seven or Olaf Ashanu at number seven. That would absolutely make a ton of sense. The other guy from Texas, Xavier Worthy. Not quite as big as like a Troy Franklin, but same. Vertical speedster. Get doubt the field. And the Titans need to increase their overall team speed in general. But you look at Will Levis's elite, elite you can hate Will Levis all you want. I'm sure there are people who hate Will Levis, doubt Will Levis, but you cannot deny that he has elite NFL arm strength already. There are not 10 quarterbacks in the NFL that can throw the football further than Will Levis. They don't exist, okay? I would venture to say he's top five already in just pure arm strength. Again, that's why I say he has two elite physical traits, his arm strength and his release quickness. Whether you hate him or love him, you cannot deny those facts. All right, so Xavier Worthy, a burner from Texas. Jermaine Burton from Alabama, who I don't think is quite a second-round pick. Jalen Polk from Washington. Smooth, reliable, hands, route runner. I love Jalen Polk. You're looking at some of these guys who are balling out at the Senior Bowl right now, raising their stock, whether it be Lab McConkey, whether it be um, uh, Ryan Flournoy. From Mizzou, whether you look at a Roman Wilson, a Ryan Pearsall, I, again, I am starting to sour a little bit on Xavier Leggett, but maybe that's what the Titans want. Maybe he dominates in the interview process and balls out at the combine, and Xavier Leggett could be another guy that makes sense in the second round. Lad McConkey, Keon Coleman, I didn't even mention Keon Coleman. I missed him on my list. Keon Coleman has definitely fallen out of that top-tier wide receiver group in this class, but I would take Keon Coleman at 38. A big, physical, contested catch, dominant player. Like, again, back to the original point of the episode. There are so many good wide receiver prospects in this class that it simply does not make sense to give up this year's second-round pick to trade for T. Higgins and give him four years, $80 million. It just does not make sense. There are too many good wide receivers. And the Titans are a young, rebuilding team. So, if you could trade a future pick... Say they trade a, a second and a fourth in 2025. I'm okay with that. I would be cool with that. But you cannot give up your second round pick this year with where this team is at. Not only because of the stuff we talked about with Higgins, but obviously because of the depth of talent at the wide receiver position in this draft. It just would not make any sense. But with that being said, we are going to move forward. Day two of the Senior Bowl happened, and the defense got their revenge. I'm going to dive into that in just a second. 
Before I do, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. All right, Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy, and it's it's literally so easy. I don't know how else to say it. You could create a lineup on Prize Picks in sixty seconds or less. So here's how it works: Prize Picks has a projection for every player. Let's talk about you know the big game: Patrick Mahomes, two hundred passing yards. Isaiah Pacheco, 60 rushing yards. Travis Kelsey, six catches. On the other side, Christian McCaffrey, 100 total yards. Brandon Ayuk, five catches. Brock Purdy, 30 rushing yards. You guys get my drift. All you do is you pick two to six players and say whether they're going to do more or less than the prize picks projection. If you hit, you can get up to 25 times your money. I mean, it could not be more fun. It could not be more simple. To use prize picks, and one of the things I like a lot right now is they have cross-sport combinations. You can do Travis Kelsey catches and LeBron James three-pointers. You know what I mean? It's just so much fun on prize picks, and you don't have to go against a 1,000 lineups from sharps or bots and all this. It's just you against the prize picks projections. So make sure that you go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL. Use the code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prize picks. Dot com slash locked on NFL. Use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. It's prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Titans fans, let's cap off today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We talked about why the Titans should not trade for T. Higgins. A big part of that is the amount of great second-round wide receivers that will be available to the Tennessee Titans at pick number 38. Now, I want to dive into a day-two recap of the Senior Bowl. Before I do, I want to let you guys know that Locked on has launched the first-ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today. It's here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts from Locked On, plus coverage from our national shows on every league, like Locked On NFL. I host the Thursday version of Locked On NFL. It's out right now. Go check it out on YouTube. Go check it out on your podcast app. I would appreciate the support and It was a great episode with me and Alex Clancy from Locked On Cardinals. But make sure that you go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. I'm encouraging you all to down below in the comments on YouTube or tag me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans. Let me know, would you trade a second-round pick for T. Higgins and give him that big contract? Which of the second-round wide receivers do you like the most? So many great conversations. Can't wait to discuss it all with you guys. But day two of the Senior Bowl is complete. And like yesterday, there were some standouts. There were some people who maybe didn't have as good of a day. But I really want to focus on the standouts here. That That's really w- what I'm interested in is the people who kind of showed out. Now, there's some repeat from yesterday because there are some guys who are just dominating the process. Speaking of dominating, look at, oh my God, look at this hair, man. Killing the game, baby. Best hair on the Locked On Podcast Network, period. Anyways, moving along from that. Sometimes I just can't help it. Yes, I know. I'm vain. Whatever. We move on. But look at a wide receiver. Roman Wilson from Michigan just continues to ball out. Now, here's what I want to say. 
Roman Wilson, to me, is a slot guy. There were some comparisons on the broadcast for the Senior Bowl to Jaden Reed. The Titans have DeAndre Hopkins. The Titans have Traylon Burks. The Titans have Kyle Phillips. I just simply don't think the Titans need another slot option. So, while Roman Wilson looks like a great player, look, some people compared him to Tyler Lockett as well, which if, if the Titans feel like he could play on the outside, then sure. But at five foot ten. I just don't think that he fits the Brian Callahan mold for a dominant, physical, tall, big, outside receiver. So I like Roman Wilson, but I just don't think it makes sense for the Titans. Same thing, Ricky Pearsall. I like Ricky Pearsall. Excellent route runner from Florida. Again, I don't know if he fits the mold of what the Titans are looking for on the outside, but he's absolutely been having a great senior bowl. Xavier Leggett. I criticized Xavier Leggett yesterday. I criticized Xavier Leggett on the senior bowl. I got some pushback, though, from people that I trust. Teron Davenport, ESPN reporter, beat reporter for the Titans. Uh, my guy Dame Parsons from the Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On uh, Locked On Draft Scouting. Um, Jordan Reed as well. Um, there's a bunch of people out there who maybe didn't think that Xavier Leggett was as disappointing in day one as maybe some other people thought. Thought he got open and had some bad throws. Xavier Leggett came back, had a pretty good day. On day two, made some physical catches, got some major separation, went up and caught some passes like people were expecting. Now, the reality with Leggett is he's two inches shorter than what they reported in college. His hands, his arms are much smaller than people expected. So I'm still not willing to flip back over and be like, oh, yeah, I'm back in on Xavier Leggett. I'm simply not. I wouldn't take him at number 38. But if the Titans wanted to trade down in the second round, maybe pick up Xavier Leggett in the 50s while picking up another additional top 100 pick, that would be fine. But I also understand people who object and say, why would the Titans go out and draft Xavier Leggett when they have a player who's very similar in Traylon Burks? Okay, you went on that one. You got me. And that's why I've soured on Leggett a little bit. But got to mention that maybe his day one performance wasn't as bad as I initially said. And day two, he definitely had a lot better day. Johnny Wilson, six foot six, Florida State, wide receiver, tight end. You can have that debate. I'm not that interested in Johnny Wilson, but he did have a good day and got separation, made some good catches on day two. A guy that we got to start paying attention to has absolutely flashed in a major way at the senior bowl at wide receiver is Ryan Flournoy from Missouri. I mean, size, speed. Downfield, strong catcher of the football. He's shown out, and a lot of people are starting to talk about Flournoy, and he could be a guy who is working his way up into that second-round conversation. I didn't include him in the discussion immediately in segment two when we talked about those guys because I think he's more of a guy who's a third-round, fourth-round option, but if he continues to ball out and his numbers at the Combine matches performance at the Senior Bowl, he could be a guy who gets that second-round discussion. Daniel Jeremiah had 11 wide receivers in his top 50 big board. So, it may not be insane to see 15 wide receivers go in the top 75 picks. Like, that may happen, okay? So, something to consider. Uh, guys who maybe didn't impress as much at wide receiver, Tez Walker from North Carolina. Look, he's tall. He's fast. He ran the fastest miles per hour on the GPS on day one per next-gen stats at the Senior Bowl. But with his high-cut nature, he does not sink his hips well. He has a hard time throttling down to get back to the football, and he has struggled at the Senior Bowl. So he's a guy who's taking a massive hit. Uh, Jacob Cowing, 
small, fast guy, didn't necessarily have a great day on day two. And Brendan Rice, Brendan Rice had a good day on day one, but he's just a guy who hasn't gotten a lot of separation, and he's been relying on contested catches, and he's been trying to make physical catches and and create contact and, um, I guess, kind of be the guy who initiates the contact. And while that may work at the Senior Bowl, is that going to work consistently against NFL cornerbacks? I have my doubts. So, Brendan Rice was a guy who had a great day one, had a good day two, but again, I think he's a third, fourth round prospect and uh, could make sense for some for the Titans maybe on day three, uh, end of day two. At the offensive line, Talise Fuaga continues to dominate. Now, I don't think Fuaga makes a lot of sense for the Titans. He's a right tackle. He's a road grader. He's not known for his pass protection, although he's been good in that realm at the Senior Bowl. But I just don't think the Titans are taking a right tackle at number seven. And Fuaga's not going to be there for the Titans at 38. I just don't believe that. Um, Dom uh, Dom Puny, interior offensive lineman, has looked great. Done a great job for him there. That could be an option for the Titans at the end of day two, maybe the beginning of day three. Jackson Powers Johnson, I don't need to mention him again. He's been the star of the Senior Bowl. Um, Rose Garten. Has done well. Another interior offensive lineman who's done well. And then Christian Haynes. Christian Haynes from Texas. um, Really done a great job. Really done a great job as an offensive tackle. Uh, Again, though, the defense. The defense came to play. Latou at edge. Austin Booker. Darius Robinson, the defensive lineman from Missouri. um, Adisa Isaac. Tavondre Sweat. Like, the defensive line struggled on day one. But, man, they made their presence known on day two. So, good to see some of these defensive guys rebound. Uh, Quinion Mitchell from Toledo, the cornerback. He's going to be a first-round pick now. But if he's there at 38, I'm all for it. The Titans need cornerback just as much as they need anything else. Uh, Javon Bullard, Cam Kitchens, safeties, Kitchens from Miami, Bullard from Georgia. Great days out there. Um, And Jason Brownlee Jr., the cornerback from Louisville, also had a very, very good day. So, the defense strikes back. On day two, but again, tomorrow's show, we're going to be talking about Tennessee Titans coaches that have been fired. Tennessee Titans coaches that haven't been fired yet that maybe the Titans should keep. A lot to discuss on tomorrow's show. Make sure you're here with me on the Locked on Titans podcast. But that is going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans. 